Welcome back to another episode of the Ellery Wells Show. It's been months, and on one hand, I would say I apologize, but on the other hand, I would say that I have been so busy, and we don't have time for that today, but if you have been following me on social media, you know some of the things that I have been up to over, well, ever since ever the last blog post, podcast uh, episode here of the Ellery Wells Show. But today, I wanted to talk about something that is hyper-relevant. It's super relevant in today's market, in today's economy, in today's just situation that we find ourselves in. And hopefully, these are some things that you can learn a lesson from. I've learned a lot based on what's going on with COVID-19, the coronavirus, what it's doing to the stock market, how many businesses are closing their doors temporarily, some of them even permanently. And I wanted to share seven things that businesses, you and I, the businesses can learn from the downturn in the economy, things that we can learn during a time of economic depression and how we can come through it stronger because I truly believe that challenge and opportunity are two sides of the same coin. And in every situation and in any difficulty, there's something to be learned. And a smart, savvy business owner, I don't want to say can take advantage of, but that's that's a good way of putting it. Take advantage of the permanent changes that are happening in our world right now because of this global pandemic in which we find ourselves. So stick around, roll the intro, and uh, we'll talk about what we can learn from this downturn in the economy. Hi, I'm Mallory Wells. I didn't quit a six-figure job to start my business, and I didn't grow up thinking about becoming an entrepreneur. In 2014, I was fired from my job by a guy who used to be my friend for taking a personal phone call while using a company phone, and I started my business that day. If you're looking for a podcast to help you learn business basics, or maybe you're looking for some of the more advanced things you could apply to your business, this is the podcast for you, and I will help you however I can. Welcome to The Ellery Wells Show. A true but unfortunate fact of life right now is that we learn more when things go wrong than we do when things go right. If things work out, we assume we're awesome and we move along. But if things go sideways, we stop what we're doing to diagnose the problem and see where we messed up. As we get deeper into the effects on our economy and lifestyle that COVID-19 is having, I thought I would share some experiences that I've had and some things that I've learned and if possible, teach some lessons about business that might help all of us to not only survive but to thrive and to still serve our customers during a downturn in our economy. Last Thursday, I was driving through Albuquerque, New Mexico, which by the way, we do not live here permanently. We are here temporarily because we've been traveling for the last two plus years. But I was driving through ABQ on my way to pick up my wife from the hospital. We'd already discussed ordering takeout from one of our favorite restaurants, which I was about to drive by on Academy Road Northeast here in Albuquerque. And as I passed, I was shocked to see that the normally packed parking lot was completely empty. No cars, not one. Oh, crap, I thought to myself, I better call to see if they're even open. 
Well, I did, and they were, and we got our Italian food. Social distancing, self-quarantine, and sheltering in place is the new normal. In the last few weeks, our lives have been turned upside down. Businesses who've been stuck in their ways for years, perhaps even decades, are now being forced to either evolve or die. As of two weeks ago, every business is an online business. Let's take a look at what we can learn about business from the businesses that are still in business, say that three times, as well as the ones who've shut their doors, perhaps for the final time. Number one, the internet, well, it's not a fad. (laughs) Somebody had to say it. Some businesses have behaved in a way that suggests that they thought the internet might someday go away. Now the internet is the only way to stay in business. From online ordering to video streaming to simple communication, everything we do these days involves the internet. As important as being online was two weeks ago, it's even more important today. Whether you want to believe it or accept it or not, your business is now an online business and you have to behave accordingly. If you want to get online, add an online component to your brick and mortar, or even just update what you have, here are just a couple of resources for you. And you can find these, all of these links and everything that we talk about in the show notes page at elleriewells.com slash corona lessons but i have a link to how you can start your website for free it's a free guide with pictures there might even be a video i have a link to my resources page which you can find at elleriewells.com resources and then i also have a training course that will walk you through the entire process of building an online business and if you already have an online business the training course still Fantastic information to help you fill in the gaps, make sure that you have done everything correctly according to best practices for SEO, web development, and all that kind of stuff. Tons of videos in the training course, 40 plus lessons. It's definitely well worth your investment. Number two, lesson number two is the importance of having cash reserves. In my personal life, my wife and I follow the Dave Ramsey plan. We're debt free and we keep an emergency fund. In my business, I basically do the same thing. I carry no debt, I pay cash for everything, and I keep cash set aside for rainy days or rainy weeks or months and hopefully not for rainy years. Over the past few weeks, I've seen a lot of businesses close because they didn't have cash reserves. After going merely just a few days, and maybe in some cases a week, without expected revenue, they close. They close. They shut down permanently. And if you don't have cash reserves, you're not only putting your business at risk, but you're risking the livelihood of your suppliers and your employees and and everybody who depends on them. One thing this decline in the economy has taught us is that good times don't last forever. Also, that nothing lasts forever, so neither will this challenging economy in which we find ourselves. But keeping cash in the bank can help. Lesson number three, there's a lot of value in email marketing. Social media posts aren't enough to effectively communicate with your customers. I'm sorry, but they don't. You might have a group, but what if somebody doesn't log into Facebook? What if they miss the post time and they don't see it? Over the past few weeks, I've seen hundreds of local businesses sharing about their new store hours, the closing of their seating areas and lounges, and even their sales and promotions. But social media is finicky at best. On Facebook, if you don't post at the right time, nobody will see your update. On Instagram, if you don't use the right hashtags, your shares will go unseen. But with email, 
you can communicate directly with your customers anytime, day or night. And I've been doing that consistently with other businesses, maybe not so much with elleriewells.com listeners or listeners to the Ellery Wells Show and readers of the blog there, but in other businesses, I've been emailing actively. When your customers are confused or when they're panicking, what would you rather do? Post an image on your page, on your Facebook page, and hope people log in and see it? Or would you rather send an email to a verified email address? I think that one's pretty easy as well. Now more than ever, people are communicating via the internet. Also, now more than ever, social media is filled with confusion, misdirection, false news, bad information, and junk. A well-crafted email from you to your customers can help you communicate clearly and cut through the clutter of Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, Twitter, and every other social media site people are visiting for information. So again, you can find all of these links and recommendations at elleriewells.com slash coronalessons, but I trust and use and recommend ActiveCampaign. If you want to go to slash coronalessons, I've got an affiliate link. You can try them out free, 100% free, I think for like, two weeks. So pretty awesome tool there. Lesson number four, keep a to-do list. Regardless of whether you're the owner of a business or if you're just employed by one, I'd bet you've recently found yourself with extra time during your day. Filling that time scrolling the book or scrolling the gram, which is what my wife and I referred to for Facebook and Instagram, those things might be fun, but it's as much of a waste of time today as it was two weeks ago. Instead of vegging out or otherwise killing your brain cells, why not be productive? One thing I learned early on in my voyage of entrepreneurship was to keep that to-do list like I mentioned just before. For anyone who has a lot to do or anyone who has a lot they want to accomplish, making the most of every minute is key. After all of the deep cleaning is done... You know, you're doing all that spraying and wiping down of menus and lounge chairs and all that kind of stuff. What are you going to do next to help your business not only move forward, but to bounce back once the economy rebounds and the quarantines are lifted? By keeping a to-do list for your business, you and your team always know what they could be doing to help out. For example, and again, this link is at elleriewells.com slash coronalessons. For example, you might want to read a post that I wrote called Four Ways to Survive and Serve Your Customers During Quarantine. Whenever I've finished a project, I'm always looking at my to-do list to see what needs to be done next. There's always a video to edit, a podcast to record, an email to write, or a piece of content that needs to be worked on. Even though things might be slow or slower today, doesn't mean you can't position yourself for success tomorrow. Lesson number five, you need diversification. If you have only one job, you have no diversification. If you have only one product, you have no diversification. And if you only have one customer, you, yeah, well, have no diversification. In our investment portfolios, we're told to diversify. So why not also do that in our businesses as well? And I've got a couple examples on how you can do that. You need diversification of your income streams, your revenue streams. How many different sources of revenue do you have right now? In one of my businesses, I offer high-end one-on-one coaching and group masterminds. In another, my company builds websites and can maintain them like a virtual IT department. In another, I sell ad space and listing upgrades. And across every single one of those, 
I continue to make affiliate recommendations and earn passive income. You also need diversification of customer sets. If you sell to one type of customer, you're vulnerable and could benefit from some diversification. If all of a sudden your customers can't go outside and can only order online and you only sell via your brick and mortar store, you probably should diversify as well. You also need diversification of your product delivery methods. If you own a restaurant, you can bite the bullet and start using Grubhub and Uber Eats and all of those other delivery services for meals. Yeah, you got to pay them a fee or a commission or whatever it is, but they might be able to deliver your product in ways you are not able to. You could also look at the digital delivery of your goods and services. You could offer pickup services like restaurants and grocery stores have been doing for months or even years. And you also need a diversification of your products. If government regulation halts the sale of one of your products, you need to diversify. If higher taxes could slow people down from buying what's on your shelves, you need to diversify. And if you only sell one type of product, you need to diversify and start selling other things. Challenging times often call for creative solutions, and a creative or novel approach might offer the diversification you need to save your business, or or better yet, if you want to think positive, to position you for success. All right, lesson number six, clear communication is crucial. Communication about COVID-19, its effects, its incubation period, its mortality rate, and just about everything else about the virus has been terrible. People are scared, they're panicking, and they're confused. Regardless of whether or not we're in the middle of a global pandemic or not, clear communication is crucial if you're going to adequately serve your customers. I want to say that again. If you want to adequately serve your customers in the best way possible, you need to be able to and willing to communicate clearly. When a purchaser has questions, they tend to not buy. When they're afraid or confused, they're also likely to stop spending money. If you can answer their questions, calm their fears, and effectively communicate your plans, you'll win. Clear communication also means making information easy to find. Don't hide important updates or bury them on the back page of your website. Put things front and center on your homepage so people can find them. Last lesson is the value of having an up-to-date website. Post an update on Instagram and 15 people will see it. Share an update on Facebook and you'll get similar results. Update the homepage on your website and everybody who visits will see it. Over the last 18 months, I visited the websites of thousands of businesses while building the database for CigarScore.com. You'd be surprised by how many businesses have websites that look like they were built in 1998 and not updated since. My company, Dwizzywid Media, which stands for Do What You Say You Will Do, has been designing and building websites for nearly a decade for our customers. An up-to-date website can accomplish many of the things on the list that we've just talked about. And a website can help you collect email addresses so you can communicate directly with your customers. A website can also help you diversify your products and help you coordinate the diversification of products and delivery methods. A website is also the face of your company and can help you leverage the power and the popularity of the internet. In addition to being an effective communication tool, an up-to-date website also shows prospective buyers that you're still in business. If your website is current, you're likely still in business. If it's not current, 
people won't just assume that you're still around. To wrap up, as I said before, now every business is an online business. Challenge and opportunity are two sides of the exact same coin. And smart business owners will use this crazy time to regroup, collect their resources, and make improvements. And if you're serious about positioning yourself and your business for success, or just curious about ways that my company might be able to help you, go to elleriewells.com slash corona lessons, and at the bottom there's a link to the contact form where you can reach out to me and my team. Thanks again for tuning in. This is another episode of the Ellery Wells Show. Sorry it's been so long, but I have been busy and plan to continue sharing lessons with you through the podcast and business lessons in general on elleriewells.com. So make sure you're on our email list and stay tuned. Subscribe in whatever podcast player you are listening to so you get notified of every single new episode. As always, have an amazing day. Now go do something awesome. (laughs) 